Blog Talk Radio. God bless you. It's time for Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. So suit up in your full armor of God with your host, Pastor Roderick Williams, as we leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Right on. 
God bless everyone. Uh, we greet you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I want to just uh, inform you of some uh, unfortunate news on tonight. I thought I was going to be able to uh, uh, get our host in tonight. Uh, he's in a bad storm down in the Louisiana area right now, and they're on the tornado watch. And uh, we are, uh, I apologize for everyone because I am actually was trying to get something else uh, lined up for everyone in enough time, but time didn't uh, work out for us. So, uh, you know, didn't get a chance to get Dr. Kemp on tonight. He will return on next Tuesday, uh, same time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time is the time. So I did not want to uh, just come on and uh, uh, say the show is canceled, but it has been canceled for the night due to a bad storm that's down in the Louisiana area, moving across the uh, southeast area right about now, uh, going to be hitting some areas down in Alabama, Mississippi, uh, Florida all throughout the night with tornadoes. Uh, so I uh, just want to inform you because he informed me. Uh, so I do apologize to all of our listeners out there tonight. Uh, History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp will not be on tonight. Uh, once again, want to apologize because I did try to work something out. Uh, so that is on me. But we will be returning on next Tuesday. 7 p.m. Don't forget tomorrow night, though, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. The men and women of God come together, talk about what's going on in our communities, going on around the world, and we'd love to hear your voices. Some of you new listeners out there that have started tuning in, uh, we thank you for turning us on, uh, but we do apologize. From me, uh, the head of these ministries, I do apologize and uh, just, uh, that, that, you know, can't call on the weather, not a weatherman, and God has all the control, and I give God all the control in my life, and uh, whatever he wants to do, he does. So once again, we do apologize for History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp on tonight, but I do want you to study some of the things that he do bring up and talk about every week about who we are and whose we are, that we are the original people of the earth, and uh, we need to continue to study that and to find out who we are and to pick up the uh, books and start reading about ourselves and where we come from and how we got here and stop letting people tell us where we come from. Because, you know, when you listen to people tell you, uh, when you get that out of a book, everything that we study comes from someone writing it. Okay. So let's, let's not be ignorant on those type of statements. I'm not calling anyone out of their name. I'm just stating a fact right there. Anything that you read, someone had to write it. Okay. So it's up to you whether or not you choose to believe it and whether or not it's facts, but it's up to you to go to find out if it is facts. Okay, stop living on people's opinions because everyone has an opinion, but your opinion means nothing if it has no facts or anything to back up what you are saying or what you're bringing forth. Okay, so let's let's make sure that we do that. And once again, uh, Dr. Kim brings up things that are very uh, factual and things that has merit. And I want you to tune in every Tuesday and to find out about it. Uh, once again, let's keep him lifted in prayer. Him and his family down in the Louisiana area. Not only are they getting hit pretty hard with the coronavirus, but also they're getting hit pretty hard with these storms that's been coming in within the last couple of weeks. Uh, so let's uh, keep everyone uh, lifted in prayer, but also let's keep ourselves mindful of the things that are going on throughout the country and throughout this world. And uh, it's up to you to make a choice in your life what you choose to follow for your life. 
Okay, you have to make that decision on your own. No one can make that decision for you. Let's be grown men and women so that we can educate our young men and women that are coming behind us. What you choose to educate them on is on you. But make sure that you're teaching them facts. Okay, we've had enough of watered down lies. We've had enough of just lies, period. It's time for facts. It's time for sound doctrine. It's time for people to be able to put up or shut up. Simple as that. You know what I'm saying? You want to have a couple few minutes of history talk. Let's talk about some history here. Let's talk about who you are. Take a look in the mirror and figure out who you are, and then you can start having a history talk with yourself and then take a history walk along to be able to create some standards for yourself and what you choose to leave behind once God takes you off this earth. Now, if you choose not to believe in God, that's something that you have to put up with and deal with. All I can do is just pray for you because I do believe in him. That's part of my history. You know what I'm saying? It's not because my mom and daddy told me I had to. It's because of what I choose to study and what I choose to believe in and where I choose to allow my faith. You know what I'm saying? So that's part of my history, though. Uh, this is breaking chains where we come in and break chains uh, in people's lives, no matter what they're dealing with, whatever they're going through in life. We try to talk about it. We try to bring it forth. And as the pastor of these ministries, uh, it is my responsibility uh, uh, to stand in front of these situations and these issues that face us. Uh, I apologize to Dr. Kemp on this night for stepping into his history talk, but I think that uh, us knowing who we are is all about our history, and we are in 2020, and we have to know where we came from in order to know where we're going. Uh, we got to stop letting people take us in places where we don't need to be and be somebody that we were never created to be. So you know what I'm saying? It's time for you to learn your history and get to the place where you're supposed to be so you can stop letting people tell you who you're supposed to be, and you will already know because it's already in your DNA. See, I know what's in my DNA. It took me a long time to get to that point, but I know now. So it's up to you to decide that you're going to want to know for yourself so that you can tell your children and you can help to teach your grandchildren and they can teach their children because the scripture tells us that we're supposed to leave an inheritance for our children's children. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm, I want to be a, a great, great, great granddaddy before I leave here, but I may not. You know what I'm saying? I'm 51 years old. So you know what I'm saying? I don't know what God is going to do. I want to live to get to be 120 years old. I want to have a long history. That's just me, though. So you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I, you know, speaking as though it already is. So I'm just, you know, using it that way. But uh, history is all about who you are and where you're trying to go. And and you need to capture that and, and get ahead of that and make sure. Hold on. Beg my pardon, beg my pardon, that door came open there in the studio. Um, you need to make sure that you capture your history. Once again, uh, new listeners all over the country, all over the world, uh, for the first time, God bless you, and thank you for turning us on. Uh, thank you for getting involved in what we're doing. Uh, we'd love to be able to help what you're doing out there, wherever you are, uh, to make an announcement for you, uh, to help to break some chains in the situation that you're dealing with, whatever that situation may be. We definitely want to be a part of that, even just through prayer. You understand what I'm saying? Um, history talk. Let's find out every Tuesday where we come from. Uh, when, when God said, let us create man out of the dust of the earth. Uh, Dr. Kim teaches us that, guess what? Uh, dust uh, has a color to it. 
uh, it's not white, it's not pink, it's not pale. It's, it's dark, it's brown, or, you know what I'm saying, beige, or it has some kind of color to it. So when you look in the mirror, uh, as me as a black man, I got some color to me. So, you know what I'm saying, I've always wondered, and I'm going to step out there real, real strong right now, I've always wondered why uh, black men and black women, especially black men, are the most hated men on the earth. And you can't tell me because we're just violent and out of control and all of these kind of things. That's not the truth because that's just not me. So, you know what I'm saying? You can't put that on every black man or a colored man, a man of color that walks down the street. You know what I'm saying? So those are things that are not true, but they are part of our history. You know what I'm saying? We talk about a coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Black men, black women have been going through a pandemic all of their lives from slavery to lynching to murder to, to all kind of things that, that we've had to deal with. So, you know what I'm saying? It, and, and there's no disrespect to people that are dying and suffering right now, but we've been suffering and dying uh, 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 for a very, very long time. And, 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 and since you decided to know who we are, uh, we need to know who we are so that we can gain our power back, so we, we can get dominion back. Because God gave us power and dominion and authority, and, and, and we let them take it away from us. Who is them? It's up to you to decide who them are. You know what I'm saying? And I talk just like that when I say that, because I'm a very intelligent black man. I know how to speak, but, you know, I'm, I wanted to say it like that so you can understand it, because they want us to talk like we just ain't got no black English. We don't know how to talk to you, but that's not the truth. We're very intelligent. You know what I'm saying? We invented everything that's here on the earth. You understand what I'm saying? We invented and built everything on the earth. Did you hear what I said? I can repeat myself. You understand? So so all I'm saying, history goes all the way back to the beginning of time with Adam and Eve. Even if you don't believe in Adam and Eve, by you saying you're an atheist, you got to believe that there's some kind of God or some kind of creation that was made, not just by man. So all I'm saying is, is that Get into your books, get into your studies, and get into your education. You know what I'm saying? Go a little deeper into things and find out who you are. You 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 may not like how we come off, and it's okay. It's okay. We're not here to please everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, God didn't make everybody happy. Jesus came on earth, pissed everybody off. They murdered him. And the Holy Spirit comes in your life right now and discern you and tell you things in your spirit that you just don't like. And sometimes you just don't do what he says. So all I'm saying is, is just, I'm just a, I'm, I'm just a man in your eyes, but I'm a man that has heavenly authority. You understand what I'm saying? And they say, and, and you know what? History goes a long way, like I said. And Dr. Kip is calling in right now, and I see him on the line, and I hope I can just bring him in because I can just tell him right now, Dr. Kemp. It just didn't work. So I'm so glad that you just called in because I was about to just get off this thing and sign off and you called in. So it must be meant for you to be here just for these few minutes. And I told everybody about the storm. I told everybody what's going on. I told everybody how the system crashed. But thank God how you just happened to just call in when I was about to say goodnight. Thank you. <laughs> God bless you, uh... I'm sorry I wasn't able to participate tonight. Uh, uh, you make it hit a thunder in the background. I was going to call whether or not I had to just listen in or what. I it, it, truly it didn't work, Dr. Kemp. 
it it did it didn't work uh what I was trying to do. Uh thought it was there but it didn't work and I came on and I had dead air and I said, Oh, you know what? Let me just apologize to everybody and let everybody know what was going on. I told them that I was trying to work something out, uh, but it didn't work. Uh so uh here you are. So if you want to take some time and, and say something, I know it's bad storming, but the mic is yours. It's your night anyway. So go ahead, Dr. Kemp. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I just, I would tell, you know, I always give a little background. I've been uh, teaching pertaining to the origin of man, which is ant- anthropologists, which anthropologists do anthropology, uh, which is the study of man and the origin of man. I talked about um, Zenzanthropus, which uh, dealt with um, Northeast Africa, which date back 3.18 million years ago. That's why everyone comes from sub-Saharan Africa. Even the Caucasian race, they were not uh, what we call white today. They were not pale-skinned people at that time. Um, they looked like African-Americans that you are Africans uh, at that time. We talked about Australopithecus. Uh, that goes back to the lady named Lucy that they found her fossils uh, 3.18 million years ago in Odish Gorge. Um, and they found some other artifacts that says that like arrowheads and other things that showed that man was able to hunt over 3 million years ago. And he didn't walk, as Darwin said, he didn't walk on fours. He wasn't an ape. Uh, she wasn't an ape. She was uh, called Lucy. After they found Lucy, also they found a lady called, it's called, if you look it up, it'll be under mitochondrial Eve. And they found that at least 2,000 years ago. They found uh, this lady, and she walked straight up. And that was over two. That was over two hundred, not two thousand, two hundred thousand years ago. And uh, they, when they found her, um, they were able to take DNA, and they found out that every person today on this earth, whether you are from Japan, China, Africa, India, whether if you're from Europe, America, anywhere you're from, you carry her DNA. So they call her mitochondria Eve because the genes that she have in her, she sent it forth to everyone. So everyone came off of off of her mitochondria Eve. You can look these things up. Also, I, and that was uh, with Eve, you have to look up under. <clears throat> First, you have to find out the one that did that discovered uh, Lucy. Uh, 3.18 million years ago with Johansson and Tom Guy and Mary uh, Leakey and Professor Leakey, her and her two husbands, they, they was the one that was around Odeep Gorge and found all these fossils and uh, artifacts that, that was there. Also, uh, later on, they did come up with mitochondria um, Eve, who was the mother of all, and uh, it was maybe about 300 and some years before the birth of Christ in South Africa, <clears throat> they dug up the remains of a 
of a man. And they said they could tell a guy was a fisherman. The man was a fisherman because in the skull piece they had a bone that was missing out the ear. And usually when you're fishing and you do diving in water or something, that bone is is not in your ear. So they call a fisherman ear. And uh, when they took the DNA off him, he's the closest match of all people, even to the day. Uh, Michael Conjugal Eve, and he was from, he was African. And back then they did not walk on like an ape and uh, that the Africans were not apes. And matter of fact, the most civilized people and intelligent individuals in the world and the things that people do today came from Africa. Uh, Also with Mendel's law, Mendel talks about this go all the way back to the beginning. Mendel talks about, and this like coming out of Africa, people are changing colors and texture of hair, color of eyes. It's called, it's a, Mendel was a, the top geneticist, and Mendel came up with things that, that really, really, what we really go by today is called Mendel's Law. Mendel's Law deal with the dominant and the recessive. Uh, those of you who know anything about the Kentucky Derby or horse race or anything, you've never seen a white horse in the Kentucky Derby because if it's not brown or black, the horse is not pure. It's not a thoroughbred. If a Caucasian person is not pure, okay, that came that came off of, uh, you know, it, 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 they are what you call a recessive gene. The dominant, the brown or the black, is what you call a dominant gene. Now, these are, are not uh, black scientists or anything, not one I've ever named. I came up, if I was talking about Leakey, who I'm talking about, uh, 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 earlier I was talking about Professor Leakey and Mendel. I'm talking about Mendel right now, but... I, I was talking about Johansson and Tom Guy. All of these are Caucasian, but they wrote in their books, you know, one thing about us, we don't really read as African-Americans, because all that's listening are not African-American, but the Bible says you shall know the truth, and the truth shall uh, make you free. And when I say the word make, it's because when, uh, as African-Americans being in America, when we were uh, set free, we was never made free because we didn't know how to read. We don't understand. We didn't own anything. We didn't have anywhere to go. So you were just free. You weren't made free. Made free was when you have everything everyone else has. Then you made that. But nonetheless, but we're going to talk about the dominant and the recessive gene. The dark colors, if you have, uh, and they go by, if you look up Mendel's Law, you're going to find out that they have that of inheritance. You inherited your eye color and different things from your parents. Now, with blacks, blacks can have an albino child, and that child will come out like white with light brown or grayish or sometimes blue eyes, and it would be the color, and it's a mutation. White uh, people went through a mutation when they left Africa. They went up in Europe. It was cold, and the sun wasn't as hot. And so their skin began to close. He had the second principle of Mendel's Law is called inheritance or secondary separation. 
and heritage is how you get who you, your color and things we are. But separation meant that they were separated from the other people. And when that color began to change, they went through the mutation of skin color. They were just separate and they only married among themselves. That's one of the reasons why uh, members of the Caucasian race are the least populated group in the world. The world is made up, made up of black and brown people, maybe kind of yellowish tan. But uh, this is true. Everything that I'm saying, if you want to look it up, go look up. Uh, like I say, you can look up anyone. I, I, I want to Johansson and Tom Guy Discovery. You can look up, I, I said, Mendo. You can look up, like I say, you can look up anyone that I've named and find out. And like I say, these are whites. And they wrote about it. And they'll tell you that uh, uh, capital being a small b, that's you're going to come out with brown eyes. But if you have a, a, a small b and a small b, you can still come up with brown eyes. But if you have an a and a, and, a, and a large a and a small a, you come up with blue eyes. See, but if you ever put the, the, the b in there, it's going to, the dominant, which is the brown, is always going to, you know, outman the, um, the recessive gene, and so that's why if you have an African American and a white lady have a baby, that baby's going to be black. If you have a, a, a African American or black female and a white male, the child is still going to be black because the dominant overpower the recessive genes of that parent. Black is a dominant; it's not a recessive color. Black is a pure color. Black is a pure color. African Americans are pure. Again, I say I stipulate again. Watch your uh, Kentucky Derby, and if you want to say people spend millions and millions of dollars, say for a thoroughbred, and when they go and get that thoroughbred, you're never seeing a real thoroughbred with the color of Caucasian white. Uh, we, uh, I talked about that, and I talked about it because I wanted to give some inf- information because. If whether you're Caucasian or whether you're black or African-American, whatever we want to call ourselves, it's time that we really study the truth and know the truth because it's been withheld in our public schools so long from the, the black kids and, and the white kids, too, are not really learning the truth. So they still think a lot of uh, Caucasians still think that they're supposed to be privileged and that they're smarter. There was lies that were made up about the cranium, the side of your skull. If it's bigger, that means you were smarter because your brain was larger. That had nothing to do with it because some of the largest animals in the world have large skulls, but that doesn't mean that they're smarter than any other person. Matter of fact, the human race is the human race is the most smartest um, uh, animal, mammal, animal uh, today because God made us in in his image. And uh, I also I would talk to talked about uh, earlier. We I talked about dealing with uh, the Bible. That so many people say that the Bible only go back six thousand years, and that's not true. The Bible does not give a specific date. The Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the Bible never say that God created a monkey and the monkey walked upright. It didn't talk about mitosis, cell division, or 
uh, cross-pollination, how you could cross-pollinate different flowers is the same way you do with different uh, ethnic groups. Now, um, I talked about the recessive genes, and that goes back with geneticists, by genetics. And that's how uh, Mr. Professor Mendel came up with the different things dealing with color. You could have a dog, that dog will have the different color puppies that the great-grandparents have could come up with the color. Uh, that's why sometimes it could have two dark-skinned people that could have a, a light brown-skinned child, and it's come from there. It just came back where some of the, 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 the that, that came up out of uh, the matriarchal, not the patriarchal, but the makeup matriarchal usually come from the female, but it will, it can come up, it can show up within that uh, because in uh, blacks you could have from the lightest of light to the darkest of dark, and it still could be blood of your blood. So some guys won't accept the child because the child is too dark or the child is too light, but. Uh, that's not that you can't say that mainly with African American, but you can say that with uh, with a Caucasian. A Caucasian is not going to have a, a black baby. See, dominant with the the black is going to be dominant either way it go. Um, we're dealing with creation. We said that they said that the uh, um, the Garden of Eden was over around a rock where in that area there they call that the cradle of civilization. But I beg to differ the cradle of civilization was in Africa because they talk about the Pashon and the Gion. And they say that they call this the Nile River. And they say it the river branched off in the full riverhead. Well in those full riverhead they say the Gion, Pashon, Euphrates and the Tigris River. Now before what before Noah, great deluge of the flood, all these land masses were connected together. You could get your archaeologists and uh, others that have come together and tell you that land masses were together before they came apart. Some say that the great deluge, uh, the Ice Age, you know, pre-Ice Age or the Ice Age, and after it thawed out, it separated. Well. Uh, that's a little bit more to come later on with the Ice Age, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, the creation of man, biblical-wise, and they said by the Gion and the Pishon River. And uh, if you look it up, you'll find out the Pishon is the, the Nile, and the Nile is nowhere in the area around Iraq or where Babylon area is nowhere in that area. It's on the African continent. Neither is the land of Cush or Havilah. All that is around Ethiopia in that area. It has nothing to do with the other parts of, of, of the continent. It's in Africa. And if you look it up, the Greek always said that Ethiopia was the place of the gods where God lived. And, um, it's It's been also stated that when you look at it, you have your Blue Nile and your White Nile. That's two separate. One goes to Egypt. The other one encircles or encompasses the land of Havilah, where they talk about where Cush and Beldonium and Gold and Oxen are in that area. Okay, and now when they get to talk about the Hidika, they say the Hidika River was the Tiger. 
But I beg to differ with that because they say that I think it's the Bantu rubber uh, that's in Africa that's lowered out to the uh, Uganda, the Sudan. Uh, now down in that area, they got one they call a Bantu. Uh, but when you deal with the Hidika, which this is, the, uh, these are different people who've always tried to take everything off the continent of Africa and hook everything in other places. For I don't know why would that happen then when your research would have been written uh, or you studied for yourself, you'll find out a lot of the things that would be virtually impossible to be. Well, matter of fact, the Tigris River run parallel with the uh, uh, Euphrates. And so both of those run like uh, north and, 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 and south like. So uh, they said that the Deca River ran east and west. So I, I would refute that and say that the land masses were joined together and the Garden of Eden had to be very, very large. If you just think of this, if the Garden of Eden they had every animal in the then known world was there, I don't care if it's an elephant, giraffe, a hippopotamus, a rhino, a leopard, a jaguar, uh, whatever animal that there was, bears, tigers, monkeys, giraffes, you name them, gorillas, all these, every species, wild dogs, wolves, every species that, that was created was right in the area. So it had to encompass a large area. And I would say that it was in Africa because you still, even today, they have more wildlife and other things than any other continent. Now, when we, we talk about it, I told them after they left there, after the Great Flood, there was Shem, Ham, okay, there was Noah and his wife, and Noah, how Noah uh, built, uh, the Bible talks about Noah building an ark, and he built an ark, and he built on it for 120 years, and there was never rain. Now, I want you to understand, when you find rivers, the water evaporates, the sun will take it up and let it down and form a dew in the morning, dew falls on the morning, and that's what watered the garden, but up until that time, there was no dew. There was nothing there. The dew was there, but there was no rain. But when Noah, the flood came, and God had Noah and his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah, and Noah and his wife make six. And, well, it was the three sons and their, their, their wife, that's six, and his wife. And that it came up to be eight. It was eight of them, but from every race came that way. And the Bible says Jephthah was the father of the Caucasian. Now, pay particular attention to in that 10th chapter, it talks about they give the genealogy of Jephthah. And they said, and, and Jephthah had sons, and they talk about Tagoma, and they talk about others, but they get to a place where they says one of his grandsons, was Eskenaz. Now, Eskenaz is the uh, nationality of the people that's in the Holy Land who call themselves Jews or Israelites today. Well, you can't come off of Jephthah and be one. You could only come off of Shem. Those individuals that call themselves Jews or not because you can't come off Jephthah and be one. Only way to be an Israelite or a Hebrew 
is to come off the lineage of Shem. It's in that 10th chapter, but you have to know what you are looking for. Um, and, 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 and oftentimes we don't know what to look for. Now, they say that Ham was of the uh, black race. Shem is brown and, 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 and yellow is like brown and, and, and black, brown, black, and yellow. Shem is colored. That's the one that, that the original Hebrews came off. And I, I talked about that at an earlier day because before Moses' time, they had the Sumerans who lived over around Ur, the Chaldees, Manasseh, and those areas that where Abraham, before Abraham came from there. And um, we talked about the, uh, okay, uh, to, get, to get to know, whenever you really study your Bible, you find the genealogy uh, of Ham, and you're going to find that this is going to deal with Africa and uh, the Holy Land. You're going to see they had, they had Canaan, they had Cush. See, Ham had Cush, Push, Cush, Put, Metherum is Egypt, Cush is Ethiopia, Put is Libya. And Canaan is his grandson, Canaan, his grandson, Canaan, is the Holy Land where Jerusalem is located today. That's why they call it the Land of Canaan, because it was a black people were black there uh, when they got conquered. Okay. Now, the children of Shem lived over in the area, which were also were black because you have to understand the name Nimrod was the first person that God said, and he was a mighty warrior before God. Now, he's the son of of Ham. And so if he's one of son Ham's grandson, well, that means he's black and in the area where Abraham came from was called the land of Nimrod. But I did further research in the world modern nation, and they said that during that time before Abraham, it was a Sumerian civilization. And just by simply by Googling what color was the Sumerians and are the Assyrians, they said that they were chocolate with stoop noses. Stoop means short and fat noses, thick. Noses, you know who that is. That means that Abraham was black. They said Adam came from the dust of the earth. That's brown. And they said that that he formed him from the dust of the earth. It didn't say it was white dirt. They, they don't have white dirt. And he breathed into his nostrils, and man became a living soul. So I just want you to understand that the Bible says certain things that let you know that you are somebody. And the reason I'm saying this is not for us to think that we're any better than anyone, because for some reason Europeans or the Caucasian race have tried to downplay everyone else and only write that they did history and history the the least part of history was made by really themselves. They write books and they write the books and put them out. They control um, what you call the media. They control the uh, television station, the newspapers, and everything, and the book uh, places that you know that produces our our books. And in school, they make our uh, 
our curriculum and they teach us what they want to teach us. We don't get history. We get history, H-I-S-T-O-R-Y. We get the story of Caucasian, and most of it's a lie. Now, going back to that about the Sumerians, and they were black, they were Ethiopian. And when, if you want to see it, just start reading your Bible. Abraham left from Ur the Chaldees of Manasseh, That's around Assyria. That's down there around Iraq and Babylon. That's where he came from. That's the people. And then they say the Sumer, they say at that time that they were chocolate. If the whites had went up into Europe, they're nowhere on the scene during the time of Abraham. They're in Europe. They left off the scene in the 11th chapter of the book of Genesis. Whites left out of the Bible in the 11th chapter of the book of Genesis. Read it for yourself. They came off of Jephthah. They left and went to Europe. And mighty funny that whites don't come back in the Bible but until about the 400 years of silence, about 400 years before Christ with Alexander the Great when they start conquering. So this is something, it's all written in your Bible, but you've been taught a whole different, we've been taught lies for many, many years. Now, and to prove my point with this, Abraham had Isaac, right? He also had a, a, a child with Hagar, his Ethiopian slave, with servant. Both of them were already dark-skinned. And so, you know, black on black make black. Even if you started during the time, I'm going to skip just a little bit, but I'm going back to it. If you read your Bible, when Abraham's wife Sarah died, which she was his half-sister, when she died, he married another Ethiopian woman named Katara, and she had about five kids for, for Abraham. Look it up. It's all this in your Bible. All these things are in your Bible. Then I want you to go back a little bit further. After even not a little bit further, but you go back to around that time when they were traveling. He passed through Egypt. They didn't say he didn't look like the people, but he went to Egypt and they see his wife was good looking. Now during that time Egypt was black Egypt. Egypt later on became part of uh uh, a Muslim uh, 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 society, Arabian society. Yeah, they call them nomadic Arabs today. If you look up in history, they're not the original uh, Egyptian. The original Egyptian were black, the pictures, and brown. If you look at the Ethiopian, they're brown. See, every black in Africa is not not black, shiny black. Africans come from brown, calmer color, and never been interbreeding. We come in a multitude of shades of color. And so don't look at it as they, they think that this had to be something different. The Bible did different uh, strobos, tesis, tacticus. These different Greek and Roman 
uh, philosophers and those who wrote, they even wrote that the children, the Hebrews, were of African origin. This is what they wrote. You can look it up under what they thought, what, what who they thought was the Hebrew or the Israelites. But my, my point is this. When Jacob had children, he went, man, his son Joseph was sold by his brother into slavery. They sold him to the Midianites, which were Ethiopians or Ethiopian or Ethiopian race. And after he sold him to, to the Midianites, they took him to Egypt. The Midianites sold him in Egypt. Now, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. Now, notice I told you the children that, that Egypt was black. Well, this before Moses came into play. Well, or, or many years, 15 or more years later, when he had begun to be free from being a slave and then he had interpreted the dreams, and now he's second in charge to the governor. Joseph Brothers came because a famine came in the land. But Joseph Brothers didn't recognize him. They thought he was the Egyptian because they were the same color. Think about it. If the Egyptian black, they thought he was Egyptian, they thought he, would, he had to be the same color. And the show you saw Mel's was this. Moses' mother put Moses, his mother' name was Joshua Bed. Joshua Bed and Miriam, uh, they put Moses in this uh, basket with, with tar and pitch on it, made a little ark, and put him in the Nile because they say kill all the firstborn of the Hebrews. Well, the king was black, his daughter was black, but she pulled him from the water. That's what the word Moses means, drawn from the water. And she took him in and she raised him until he was 40 years old. And if you ever want to know how long that Moses lived, he was 40 when, when he left Egypt. He, was, he, he stayed in around uh, with, the, with the Ethiopians in the land of Media for 40. That's 80. And he walked through the wilderness for 40 more, so he died at 120. But going back to that, Moses... When Moses uh, uh, killed the Egyptian, and after he had was raised and went to school and taught everything had been Pharaoh, the king's grandson, Moses killed the Egyptian, and he had to flee Egypt. And he went to the land of Midia, there which was the Ethiopia. He met his Ethiopian wife, Katara. And he, he when he met her, not Katara, uh, but when he met his wife, she told her father, Jephro, they found the Egyptian. So if the Egyptian were black and they, and they said that the Ethiopian and the Egyptian were brothers and they were black because the word Ethiopian come from the word Cush. The word Cush means burnt face or burnt by sun. The word for Egypt is Metherum, but they call the people Hamites, the word Akemites. The word K-I-M, Akemites, the word Kim, 
mean land of the blacks. Now, they thought he was dead because a white tube, if there was a black king and his daughter was black, she couldn't bring a white baby and say, well, look, daddy, this is my baby. All of them was the same color. Uh, and then Joseph was the one that married a center. Joseph married uh, Potiphar's, the governor's daughter, Potiphar, and I, Joseph had two twins, Zero, uh, excuse me, he had two twins. And Joe, he had Ephraim and Manasseh came off of Joseph. But off of that group, off of Ephraim, came Joshua. Joshua came off from grandmother was the black lady, Asenta. It's all in our Bible. All these things in the Bible, we've been just lied to for so, so many years. And it's not exactly that people lie, but what would have been done was on television, everyone, every angel, prophet, everyone in the Bible, including God, have been made to be a white person. There's no way possible that Jesus could have been white. Is it possible that he could be black? Yes. All you have to do is read your Bible. And it would tell you who was his grandparents. It tell you how the people look. There are so many things that, that, that go back within that time. When you talk about the Amorites, the Hivite, the Hittites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, you know, you, you, you the Jebusites, all these uh, uh, different groups were, were, were of African origin. But you have to know what you're looking for. So when you go back in it, you go to the 10th chapter and the look of the descendants of the lineage of Ham. And you'll find them. Then you look up the descendants of uh, Shem. And, and they stayed and from the Holy Land to around in the, in, in the Arab country. And even if they, you know what? Even in, even coming from around Saudi Arabia, Iraq, and all up in there, you ask some people that were stationed in Saudi Arabia and Kuwait and other places, they'll tell you even some of the prince, they, they say it was Saudi Arabians, uh, some of the prince were even look black, they were African, because that's who came from that area, and that and that's the area where Abraham came from from around those areas. So there's no way that he could be. And then the white soldiers over that went to Iraq and over to Afghanistan, all those areas, they go to Saudi Arabia. They call call the people sad N-words. And you know what an N-word is. That's what they call them, sad N-word, because of their complexion. I want you to so. I just wanted to touch in and talk about that. Also, about the time of Moses, they had some people that lived in America, in the Americas. And um, they were called, when you get a, a chance to just look this up and just say O-L-M-E-C, Omic, the Omic people. And they found different colossal heads. 
Now, the colossal heads would have been virtually about nine feet, nine feet tall. Some of them were like nine feet tall. Some were 14 feet tall and made out of stone. And they had big lips and broad nose. This is before any uh, the the uh, the uh, Aztecs or any of them were there. This they they date back to 1,200 years before Christ. This is going back almost to the time of Moses. You're talking about almost 4,000 years ago, right? Close to 4,000 years ago, they had blacks in Mexico and in the Americas. They had them in in uh, San Lorenzo, San Lorenzo. They had them in, and 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 that's what you call them in uh, Mexico. Zapotez, Veracruz, La Venta, and they had about 17 of these gargantuan, big, big, colossal stone heads of this. Just look the name of Omic people, and you will see these people who some say were the first inheritance of the Americas. And you'll you'll see that these people had broad, broad, I mean wide noses that only blacks have. Big lips just like what blacks have. The facial features, just everything were black. They call them Mesoamerica. You know, they had them down in South America. They had them all up in in Mexico, and they say they have some things that that was in America up and all the way up to North America. But they was here for so long. You even could go down in South America around the Andes Mountains and find they had civilizations of them there. So we've been all over. They had some way down in uh, around Venezuela, down lower in South America. They said the people were aboriginals. You know what aboriginals are. Though we have those those people who are African who had for thousands of years have been in Australia. We've been in every corner of of the world and for thousands of years. And I find it strange too that and to even today in Africa, in the Sudan they have more pyramids in the Sudan do than they have in um in Egypt. Now we know that the Nubians captured and took over and were king Nubian king were kings of of uh Africa and we know they're from around the Sudan. Um and thing thousands of years ago. Now if you look at the pictures in the pyramid, they're black and brown, none they're not white people. When I was about 16 or 17, I might have been young. I went to uh, the Washington, I uh, was in Washington, D.C., and I was able to go to the Smithsonian, and they had this Egyptian uh, display. And when I looked at the pictures on the wall, I, I was confounded that the picture were people of color, and they, they they were they were brown skin and black, and I was confused because every time I saw a movie, everybody was Caucasian. 
But then I realized that if I'm going to enslave people and lie and say that they are ignorant and that they are savages, I have to say they couldn't build over a 40-story building 5,000 years ago. Because how can they do this? They don't have cranes. They don't have lifts or anything. How can you get something that high? You you, you don't have helicopters. And it comes to a pinnacle at the top. So then they have to discredit that and say, well, the people were not black. And the different inventions that, that, that's been done all over the world, uh, very few of them really came from um, Europe. Now, what I want you to understand is you could go so far back and you're going to find that they had civilization in Africa long before there was ever a civilization in Europe. Matter of fact, they had they were living in brick and other different type huts in Africa while they still Neanderthal man was living in caves. But it's not the downer race because this the same race that degraded us, we wouldn't be Christian if we try to degrade them. But it's to build up and let others know that we are as we are just as smart or as astute as anyone else in this world. And and this is why I study so hard because I want everyone to know that we are great people with a great heritage and that from us came the world. From us, out of Africa, came the world. I'm going to go on in right here tonight. I'm sorry. It seems though, the, well, I just heard a little rumble just then, but it's passing over and I was just going to tune in because the weather is real bad in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We tornado watches, thunderstorm, lightning, thundering, and some trees been uprooted on certain areas, but not around where I live, but the weather is still bad, and the winds have picked up. But and nonetheless, I, I, I miss my miss my show. I miss uh, talking with um, Reverend Williams, um, so I, I had to try to tune in. But Reverend William, I'm going to turn it over to you. God bless you. I'm, I'm just elated to be here. Amen. We we thank you for calling in, uh, Dr. Kemp, and uh, coming in with your show, History Talk, tonight. Uh, do you want me to open up the line and see if anyone has any questions or comments for you? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Apostle Gann is hanging on. Apostle Gann, God bless you. Good evening, sir. Do you have any questions or comments or statements for Dr. Kemp tonight? Okay, so I guess he's just listening. Uh, any other? Anybody else want to ask well, any questions? No, hold on just a second. Hold on just a second. I had to. Uh, I had to. Uh, un, I had to unmute my phone. Unmute. Okay. Yes, sir. And, uh, Good evening. And my, yeah, glory to God, man, Doctor Kemp. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you because, you know, what 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 you were teaching tonight, you know. I'm going to make sure 
that all of all of my young men up here in Atlanta, all of them, you know, get a copy of that because this is so important. You know, in order to know where we're going as a nation of people, we have to we have to know where we come from. And you just, Amen. You just, Amen. You just walked through that, and you just made it so so easy to understand because. It's an amazing thing how we we read this in the Bible, but we have been, Pastor Rod, we have been so brainwashed that that we never saw the truth, and we was reading it right out of the Bible, you know. Hmm. So I, you know, I thank God for I thank God for your teaching tonight. But I had a question about yes, about the lineage of of Ishmael. And and I wondered if you could uh, if you could go through that because a lot of the a lot of the uh, the, the Muslim cultures today they try to say that they got their lineage from the line of Ishmael, but uh, but I kind of disagree with that. So I wanted you to kind of touch on that a little bit if you could. Oh, okay. Um, with the thing about Ishmael. Then uh, it's been said that he is the uh, uh, father of like dealing with the Arabs, but now I would totally uh, disagree with with that too on certain levels. That there are lineage of of, of um, Abraham brothers that were not classified as and and this is this ironic. I want you to pay close attention to what I'm about mm-hmm, to say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Abraham. Abraham left Ur the Chaldees. He was not the only child. He had sisters and he had brothers. Matter of fact, he married Sarai, which was his half sister by his father. Amen. But now, when God took, he had Abraham had had two kids, Ishmael, and he had Isaac. Ishmael, mm-hmm. a child of the Isaac, a child of the Spirit. Well, when God, when, 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 excuse me, when Abraham's wife, when Sarah got angry because of the attention that was being given to Hagar and the attention that was given to Ishmael, his 13-year-old son and just a newly, mm-hmm. a little kid, which was Isaac, she became jealous and she told him, now tell that child he had to leave. Put him out. Put him out. You paid too much attention to this young girl and her baby. And which you the one that gave the woman to your husband. Well, Abraham was crying. Abraham was hurt. Because even though that's what the way God wanted it to go, he was hurt because he told God that that, that kid, look, look, God, you telling me he cried. God, you told me that to tell this kid he to go, but you got to understand this bone of my bone, this flesh of my flesh here. I've been with this kid, and God said, from him going to come 12 prince, and the 12 prince today will be your R-sheet. Okay? There will be your R-sheet. Okay. You, you ever notice on television, if you ever notice Holy Land, you ever seen the Dome of the Rock, that dome with that gold top on it, that Muslim ass? It's yeah. right by the well and yeah. where they go and pray and be had the little caps on and be bowing their head. Well, those are not Israelites or Hebrews. Those are white people. Those Eskenized, Sephardim, and uh, what they call that, 
uh, Khazars. If you look Khazars, up the ethnic yes, group, Khazars has come from north of, of Persia or uh, Turkey, which is Turkey. Uh, several of them come of Portuguese or Spanish. They're not Hebrew Israelites. They're then the Eskenaz. That's the main population of people there today. They're from around Lithuania, Russia, and a place called Khazar, like Khazar, uh-huh. Khazar. So they're really not, but that's who America and Britain and France and them put in there as a strategic positioning. But anyway, like you say, uh, going back to, 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 to from that, Ishmael, where they got the Dome of the Rock, is where Abraham offered up. If you, Whenever they show a picture of the Holy Land, you want to see that gold dome. Have you seen that gold dome, Pastor? It's yes, a gold sir. dome. They call it the Dome of the Rock. You know why they call it the Dome of the Rock? That's why Abraham offered up Isaac at. And that rock's supposed to be there even to today. And um, the claim of the children of the, of the Muslims is Abraham is their father. And the word Allah is is the Arabic or Arabic word for G-O-D. It's just in a different language. It's and when they say Allah, they're saying G O D, God, in their language in which they speak. Jesus uh-huh. on the cross. Do you know what Jesus <laughs> said on the cross? Jesus said, Allah, Allah, couldn't speak Hebrew. He did. <laughs> Jesus couldn't speak Hebrew. He couldn't speak Greek. He spoke Aramaic, an Arab tongue. Mm-hmm. He spoke Aramaic. <laughs> Look at her. Jesus didn't speak uh, Greek or uh, Hebrew. He spoke a broken tongue called Aramaic. But, like, God took Abraham, and Abraham had Isaac, and he took just only Isaac. Now, he got other children. Abraham got That's other right. children. Now, he got Esau, and, thus he, and then he got other grandchildren. Jacob got Esau. Now, none of Esau's children, none of Abraham's brother children or his sister church, none of them could be the chosen people. He took Jacob and took Jacob's 12 children, and he made a nation out of them. I'm going to make out of you a great nation. So all the Israelites, I don't like the term Jew that much because the term Jew didn't come to play in the Bible until in the 1740s. But anyway, (laughs) to be honest with you, that's when it came into play. The term should be Hebrew or Israelites. Okay. The Israelites, uh, some people say the reason they call it Jewish because uh, the uh, it was the 12 tribes, but they call Israel the 10 northern tribes, and they call Judah mm-hmm. the, two, the two southern tribes, which was Judah and Benjamin. That's what, that's, that, that's right around the Holy Land and around Bethlehem in that area. Well, uh, not all Jews, they have Jews that, they, I mean not Jews, but they are Muslim, Muslims that come off of, uh, they have different groups. Like like we had, like they made a, uh, they fight against each other. Uh-huh. Like the Muslims in Turkey, they're the Sunni, the Shiite, and the Sunni Muslims. And we had the black Muslims here, and a Muslim is a Muslim. That's why uh, uh, Malcolm X went and seen they had white and black Muslims. That all color movement. 
But I, I can't believe in somebody that's maybe about what but, they say. But, they, but that but didn't necessarily about, come about from Israel, years ago. right? Huh? I say, I say he had mean? twelve. He twelve nations came from him, but but the, this the, the Muslim religion didn't necessarily come from Ishmael, right? No, no, no. And the later on, the people in that area, mm-hmm. since he believed in that, they tried to Ishmael. Okay, Ishmael may have taught him something different because if you look at the Old Testament and the Quran. It mirrored each other a lot. Uh huh. Okay. Glory to God. See, if you pay close attention to it, you don't supposed to be murderers and all that. If you notice, even to the day, they studied dietary things like they don't eat pork. What Jesus? What happened to the swine? The people, people of the children of Israel didn't eat swine. They pay, they, but they still got a whole lot of things. They're dressed alike. A whole lot of the, the things that they do are totally identical. Okay, okay. We look at Christianity. During the time of Moses, after Moses, and all the way up until Jesus, until after Jesus, well, after Jesus died and was risen, because Jesus lived in a time of the, the belief that they had was called Judaism. And that's why they did study the law and the Torah. You know, the first five books and some other thing is called Judaism. Amen. Even Jesus, when Jesus w- was on the earth, he, he dealt with Judaism, but then he became this rebel that was teaching this new stuff. And that's why I call it the new covenant. The old covenant uh, talked about that the Messiah was was a promise of a, of the Messiah. You know, I have a firm belief that the Bible says Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming again. And I believe that ninety was I know that ninety ninety nine or ninety eight percent of the Old Testament is not written to us, but it's written written to Israel. But Israel is. We used it of Israel's shortcomings and failures. Because if you want to interpret the whole Old Testament, all you have to do is uh, take and, and just go read over. It. I don't care, it's Isaiah, Zechariah, Malachi, Obadiah, who, whatever you read, Israel did wrong, and the Lord allowed another country to come in and take them That's away right. and bondage of the field. Because they were worshiping Baal, Molech, or they went after their own lust, after their own thing. Even, even with uh, if you if, once you begin to study the Bible and you begin to talk about uh, talking about when uh, when 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 they was asked to go curse Israel, and Balak employed Balaam said, Balaam, now I want them people that came over in this over in the land of Canaan. I want I want you to curse them, but Balaam went in the Balak, Balaam went in the prayer that night, and he went in the prayer, and then he talked about cursing, and God told him, man can't curse with God or bless. Well, and that's true. Man can yeah. never curse with God or bless, but you could curse yourself. Now, watch mm-hmm. this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Okay. Balaam went back and told Balak, I can't curse them. God told me man can't curse with God or bless. Well, 
he offered him more money. So he gets on the donkey. He started riding the donkey, <laughs> but an Glory angel gets in front of him. An angel gets in the front of him. Now, God done told him, you can't do nothing with what I, I blessed them people. You can't do nothing. So the donkey gets in the front of him. So Bella started kicking the donkey because the donkey won't go far. Then he started beating the donkey. And the donkey had that, and God allowed the donkey to talk. Tell him I've been good to you. Tell him I did everything you do. Why you beat me like And he talked to the donkey. Uh, I, I'm telling you to go for it. And the donkey say, man, can't you see? This is uh, parenthetically speaking. Man, can't you see? Can't you see that angel with that sword in the front of you about to touch your head? Oh. And, you know, he couldn't see it, but he didn't have the power to see because he was looking through uh, unholy eyes And he wouldn't do it But so he found out he couldn't curse Israelite But guess what happened They heard that the Israelites Was coming through Through town They were moving around And they sent their women Out in the field To work in the field when they passed by And they went after the women What God asked them not to do See, they brought the curse on themselves. Nobody yeah. couldn't do it like the church. The church is not going to be destroyed from the outside, but from within. The members, right. the pastor members will help the church be destroyed. People could do all the talking they want to, but long as we are doing what God say do, that no weapon will that form against us is going to prosper. But uh, going back to yeah, the I, with, I, I, but I know we're getting short on time, but I wanted you to talk a little bit about that 11th chapter, though. Do we have time, Pastor Roger? About that 11th chapter where he confounded found their tongue when they were building the Tower of Babel? And about five minutes. And the 11th chapter of the book of Genesis. Huh? Well, you say they took that 11th chapter out of the Bible? Well, the, no, okay, the 11th chapter, that's why uh, whites left out the white, the Caucasian race left out of the Bible and went up in Europe. You remember at the Tower of Babylon, they, they, they start speaking in other languages? Right. And the children of Jephthah went up in Europe. The children of Shem and Ham stayed around the Holy Land in the tips of that's Africa. Right. And populated those areas. The first high priest in the Bible came from the land from where the Canaanite Melchizedek was from where they called Salem, which is Jabus, J U B J E B U S, which is where Jerusalem is, and who is named after, which was one of Ham's great uh, grandson, and that's that's where Jerusalem get his name, J E B U S. But he came from, they called it, way back then, they called it Salem. That's, That's Melchizedek. Right. And Melchizedek knew about God, real more about God than Abraham. Because Abraham Amen. paid tithes to him. He paid tithes to him, and he called him the priest of the most high God. And they say Jesus is a high priest in the line of Melchizedek. Melchizedek. Amen. <laughs> Uh, but what happened? They 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 they, they departed. 
and they went uh, on their own separate way because he confounded their languages. And they moved out and they went their separate ways. <coughs> and that's the children of, of Noah. And and that's what you're talking about. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, that that's what happened. They went off the children. Supposed to have been the white race went up in that and the brown and yellow. And the black race stayed around Asia and uh, what uh, Asia and uh, Africa. Now, if you notice what I said earlier when I was talking about uh, out of Africa, when I was talking about Zenzanthropus, no, uh, yeah, Zenzanthropus. Well, Zenzanthropus means North Africa, around Od Gods, where where life supposed to originated from 3.18 million years ago, and and every when the people left there. They went uh, and they, they left and they went uh, away from there. The further they got away from the equator, the more lighter they began to get. But at the time, then they, they they went through what you call a mutation. A mutation, if you look up mutation, it means something is not pure. You know, like they talking about that this person is a mutant. He breathe. You know, they have movies about mutants. You can look it up. up the definition of a mutation. Uh, well, white people are mutations. Their mutation off of black. Black is okay. You have your dominant and recessive gene. Dark color is is dominant. Um, you know, uh, your white and what you call them, it's a recessive gene. Blue eyes is a recessive gene. That's called Mendel's law. This is a white guy. He's a geneticist. He deals with mitochondrial DNA and uh, DNA and genetics about why people eyes are the color of their eye. What why your hair. Why is this? Why different things alike? And <clears throat> they're here always. And now he's a white guy, but he'll tell you that everybody came from somebody black. And the dominant is is the dark color and the recessive. If you ever heard me say you you live in Georgia, well you're not far at all from Kentucky. Look at the goal. All you have to pull up all your Kentucky Derbys, you'll never see a white horse because it's not pure. They say a thoroughbred. The word thoroughbred means pure. If you get a what you call them, they don't want an albino. They don't want a misfit. They don't want a what you call them. And this is just being honest. That's the way it was looked upon. Even even the children, I, I, I don't have it on me right now, but even in Leviticus, it says that if if a, if a Hebrew child was born real light-skinned, if he had blonde hair, he had different color eyes from what they had, then the child was shorn. They thought it was like evil. It's in Leviticus. And you know what no yellow hair means blonde. Why you think that leprosy was shorn and they used the word about okay, you 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 ever heard of the curse of Naaman? Yes, sir. I'm getting into certain stuff that I suppose will be coming up on a later program. But you ever heard of the curse of Nan, right? A Nan, the curse of Nan. Well, they had uh, this soldier and he, this king, and he had leprosy. Yeah, he would know That's he was right. a soldier and he had leprosy. But he was great with his master, and they had this servant girl, which was an Israelite. But she was a servant, and she was working for And And she said, Dad told him, say, like, if you want to be here, they got a prophet named 
named Elijah, and all you have to go to him, he can hear you. And he, when he went there, he said uh, about getting healed, but he told him go dip in the Jordan for a seventh time. And he looked at the Jordan being muddy and nasty. Now nah, I, I, I could go back to where I'm from. The water is clear. And he wouldn't do it, and he come back still leper white. So he come back again, and he did the seventh time. But before he did it, he came to Elijah and told him all the clothes and silver and everything he would give to him for, you know, healing him. But Elijah wouldn't take anything for the healing. But Elijah served him here. <laughs> he listened at what's going on. So when the guy's riding in his chariot away, he ran behind him and told him that his master told him to give it to him. <laughs> and then, so they say, the leprosy of now would, would, would cleave unto him. All the day he would be, he would be leper white and leprosy and all of his family and everybody else of all his generation will be leper white. Mm-hmm. That's the only place in the Bible that a person was cursed to change color and be white, not black. Mm-hmm. Blacks were not a curse. A person was cursed to be white, but not black. And they mm-hmm. said all of his, that person's descendants would be that color. Now, that's biblical stuff. That, that's like you said, you want to keep certain that it's Bible. That's Bible. Mm-hmm. The only one reason people have hair like lamb wool, okay? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> one one reason good. people have it. Uh, okay, you, we, we use like the Phoenicians. The Phoenicians were black. Okay. All the weight and the measurements we get that the that the that Greeks the Greeks tied it to the uh, Germans and everything and the Romans it came from the Phoenicians their map came from the Phoenicians. Case in point, when you learn to read, you you the people got this thing that say hooks on phonics. The word phonics came from Phoenicians who gave the writing. <laughs> And what's it called? It's called phonics. It's from the Phoenicians. The alphabet, alpha, beta, alphabet. <laughs> it comes from them. It didn't come from the Greeks. They, they copied off them, the, the style of writing. All that comes from that. Egypt. Egypt, uh, M. Hotel was a black person, and he was the first architect, mathematician, doctor, and everything, scientist, whatever you want to call him. He was the first, was Aaron Hotel. He built the first step pyramid. It's so much within, uh, uh, it's so much within that that we have done, but we don't have the television stations. We don't have the media, radio uh, broadcast stations that would front us money for the, the get it broadcast all over the world and take you could take the their own books and show it. And there there are many books that whites have written and tell you that. There are many whites that come out and tell you you are the real Hebrew Israelites. You're the real Israelites of black. Okay? They'll tell you that a whole bunch of them right here in America. They got books, they'll tell you that. They even have uh 
a map that you can look this up. And the, the map is seventeen uh, forty-seven map of Africa, and 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 you could Google it and pull it up, and you're gonna see KM Judah, Kingdom of Judah, right over there where the slave came from, right around Ghana and Nigeria, in between Ghana and Nigeria. They call it the Slave Coast, and they're gonna have Kingdom of Judah on a map. This is not what blacks made. This is a map that. That the Portuguese, the Spaniards, and the British made up way back in the 1700s. Hmm. They know who you are. You don't know who you are. That's right. We got two minutes, Doctor Kemp. Two minutes. Okay. No. Well, I'm gonna c- come to an end with that, and I just want to say, Doctor um, Gann, I really appreciate the question that you asked. If any way I could help out with you guys with anything, I'm willing to help out because we need to get our message out to. Give it, it, it helped build self our self esteem. Amen. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. I Amen. agree with you. Amen. Amen. Pray us out, Dr. Kemp. Uh, merciful Father, we come in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we come asking Lord that it would we pray that it was something said, something done with this your broadcast. We ask that you would specially bless uh, Reverend Williams, as he bring forth your word, and as we learn about ourselves, we thank you for the question asked by Pastor Gant, and we ask that you would bless him and his ministry and his family. Lord, we ask that you would bless America and bless every country that's dealing with COVID-19, Lord. Bless those who work in hospitals, all those who the janitors, and everyone who are working to keep us safe. And, and keeping the hospitals clean, just not the doctors and nurses, but there are people that, that's working just to keep this country moving. Bless us, yeah. Lord, strengthen us, and let us listen at you when you say go into the innermost part and stay there until this plague is over with. You told the children of Israel that they had to to get and put blood over the lambs of the doors and stay inside until the death angel passed by. And when they passed by, you told Rahab the same thing. You told her to get her family and bring them inside of her home. And when they come and conquer and they take over Jericho, they'll be saved. So, Lord, we're asking that we stay inside and we study because the greatest thing we have is a personal relationship with you. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Acts of blessing on this program. We pray that it would grow bigger and more people and more of our own people tune in and learn more of ourselves. And, Lord, we ask that you would prosper uh, each and every one of us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, Dr. Kim, for a powerful show. Uh, it was a wonderful show tonight. Uh, God bless everyone that's tuned in. Don't forget, we'll be on tomorrow night with the mighty men and women of God with the men of valor and P31, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Hope to see you here. Have yourself a wonderful night. Be blessed out there. Stay safe, and we love you. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to History Talk on Breaking Chains with Dr. LaVert Kemp. Thank you for listening, and tune in next week to learn more of who you are. Breaking Chains History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp. Leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. 
Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.